0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Hello and welcome to the new year, the new 2024 Everyday Theology podcast where we as ordinary pastors connect theological truths to everyday believers, just like you and me. My name's Ben Campbell. I'm joined by Mike Hollis, Matt Mauser, Dustin Walters. Boys,
1: Happy New Year. Hey,
2: Happy New Year. It's good to be back.
1: Happy New Year to everyone. i glad to be back on the podcast. and Thank you, dear listeners and readers of our blog and social media for uh, your patience with us over the last few weeks. We are excited for another season here on the
3: podcast. We have our first dear listener count of the year, so <laughs> exciting. Bringing in the new year the right way.
0: So we've got a great episode for you today, dear listener. We are going to basically just tell you Happy New Year, uh, kind of give you a recap on the holidays for all of us, not the Hollis days, the holidays, Mm
3: -hmm. and
0: are going to, um, well, there were Hollis days in the holidays for the Hollises, Um, and then we're going to kind of just look at uh, maybe personally um, some goals for each of us that kind of to give you a little bit of a little bit of uh an a view into the lives of uh the men behind uh the the podcast and how we are able to uh live our everyday lives as everyday pastors and so um that's uh that's basically what we're going to go with so uh let's just start guys um anybody have any good new year's holiday festivities did you do anything fun did you eat your black eyed peas and hog jaw and all that kind of stuff and greens and fried potatoes.
1: I did not. I also there drove goes your luck. Yes. I was able to go visit my family in Alabama. What a wonderful time that was, but um, you know, they, they have those rules and those things that people say about you should have those things that you described for food. You're not supposed to do any chores. Well, we traveled and we also did a lot of chores and we put all our Christmas decorations that way. So be interesting. Actually, my family told me that the previous year they did all the, the like, don't eat this and don't do that. And th- they said that their year was really challenging. So they're going to do the opposite. Maybe some of you guys identify with that. I don't know. Well, since you've already alluded to the Hollis days,
2: uh, we had a very, very restful Christmas. We stayed put uh, here in Middle Tennessee and enjoyed some time with uh, my wife's family, my in-laws, and uh was very relaxing. Uh, it was also interesting this Christmas to really see uh, our son, Maddox. I uh, really enjoyed Christmas. It's good to see like Christmas from the perspective of a two, almost three-year-old, and uh, introducing him to some Christmas classics like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Frosty the Snowman. And uh, Just seeing his eyes light up on Christmas Day as we were doing a countdown, he was all excited. It's just good. So we're making good memories, very restful. Uh, You know, the end of the year sometimes for churches and pastors is rather busy, Uh, and so it was just nice to calm down a little bit and enjoy some quality time with family. We just tried to make uh, the Christmas vacation count, and uh, just to do some things together as a family, It it was good. And uh, now we're all back in our respective places, daycare
3: and work and excited for the new year. I'd say about the same for the Mauser crew here in Georgia. The holidays were good as usual. Um, We didn't travel until after Christmas. We spent a few days in Florida with my wife's family, which is always nice to be able to wear shorts in late December. always appreciate that. And uh Yeah, back at it again. Uh, Looking forward to a new year.
0: Yeah, we did the same. We just stuck around Arkansas and had really good, really good holidays. So I have a three-year-old and an eight-year-old, and so it was cool to be able to uh, see them open their gifts and, um, for lack of a better term, play Santa for a while. I don't know, like, what y'all feel like, but there's nothing better than, um, like. The seeing the joy on your kids' faces like on Christmas Day, just like um, opening gifts and uh, like being so happy to see what they get. I mean, because it doesn't – like at this age, like it doesn't matter what it is, you know. Um, Like my youngest just kept going, is this for me? Is this for me? And it was just – it was a really sweet, sweet season there. Um, Anybody uh, do anything fun for New Year's? Did you watch the ball drop? Anybody?
1: I did not, Ben. I watched my eyelids. I drove back from Alabama that day, and so I I enjoyed some good night's sleep. Thankfully, uh, living
2: uh, in Central Time, we don't technically have to stay up till actual midnight to watch the ball drop. But no, I didn't because we have a toddler who's in a sleep regression right now. Yay. He's uh, uh, <laughs> been with dad and mom for two weeks without his daycare and routine and... Uh, so it has it been interesting, but no, we stayed put. Uh, Megan and I did stay up a little later than normal and just spend some time together and reflect on uh, the, this past year for our family and uh, just kind of looking forward to the new year <laughs> and setting some goals, just having some good conversations about things as, uh, as a married couple. And we did not eat. Actually, no, we did eat black eyed peas, actually, uh, earlier that day, but uh, no hog jaw or or greens, although I could really enjoy some of that right now.
3: We did not watch the ball drop, but we were up past midnight. Um, It was interesting. We actually, because New Year's Eve fell on a Sunday this year, my wife just out of nowhere mentioned in our young adult Sunday school class, hey, if anyone wants to come over and hang out at our house, you're more than welcome to. And so we had like six or so young adults, a couple teenagers just at our home, uh, put the kids down at their regular bedtime. And we just, we sat around and played a few board games, nothing crazy. Uh, on new year's day, I did eat black eyed peas. I did not eat greens or any ham or anything like that though. Um, I went to a, a local, we've got a local barbecue spot. It's called Mo's, And, uh, so we went to Mo's and enjoyed, uh, the I enjoyed a uh, a roasted chicken sandwich with the Alabama white sauce on it. It was, come on, it was very good. And so, anyway, yeah, it was, it's been a good new year thus far, four days into it.
0: Yeah. So, we, uh, it's kind of funny. So, I actually watched, uh, the Eastern time zone and the Central time zone of the ball drop, which was kind of funny. Uh, which, uh, so I, we watched the one in New York City, um, and then we also watched the one in Nashville. So Nashville had like this really cool thing where they put on like, kind of like a country music bash there. So it was kind of cool. Um, seeing everybody, they had the 50th anniversary of Leonard Skinnerd. So they played all their hits like sweet child of mine and sweet home, Alabama and all that sort of stuff. Um, which I thought was really
3: neat. Um, but, um, we then did they, uh, did they ring in the new year with Freebird? That's the only way that I see that as being a good I'm sorry, thing. I said sweet child of mine, but yes, it was Freebird. I'm sorry. I wasn't I wasn't trying to I wasn't going to correct no. you, but yes, they did Sweet. No, it out was Freebird.
0: Me. Um yeah, so okay. they did Freebird um all twenty five minutes of it. Yeah, amen. and <laughs> and uh so we got to watch the New York one, um and then an hour later got at eleven and then at midnight got to watch the Nashville one drop. Cause we all living central time, all except for Mauser over there. So, um, yeah, it was just really good to kind of set some goals for this year, set some, even like just reflect on, on some things, um, in my own life and in, in the life of my family that has happened. Um, so going, going along with that reflection, let's just, uh, maybe share some things like you guys have any specific goals, um, you know, you don't have to share everything personally. I think one of the things that I think it's really helpful is that during the new year, like a new year, resolutions are fleeting or whatever. Um, Like you can take your leave and a lot of people are like, well, nobody ever sticks to them, blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. And that's fair too. But, um, but I think the new year is a good time to kind of gain a fresh perspective, kind of sit back and like, um, like reflect on, what went well, what went not so well, like what, how does you see the Lord work in your life? Um, You know, and you know, what, how do you, you know, how do you want to better yourself um, moving forward? So like maybe let's just kind of go around the table here and just sort of share some of those things with how we're, how we're kind of um, resoluting ourselves for the new year.
1: I haven't set any resolutions per se, but as far as yearly goals, one of the things that immediately comes to mind is um, how many books I'd like to read. Last year I set a goal of 30 books. I did not complete that goal. Um, I finished with 17 and I have three that I had started in 23 that'll carry over into 24. So I set a goal uh, probably either in 2020 or 2021 and I would start really committing myself to read. I wanted to Maintain the discipline of academic or or of reading as I did in the academic setting, um, but just having that kind of good reads yearly reading challenge has been a good thing for me. Bible reading last year, I started a chronological plan and did not finish it. Um, I found myself often reading scripture texts that were related to sermons at church and my discipleship group that meets every week. Um so this year I'm actually doing a different plan. It's called a four plus one. And it actually was written by um like a George Guthrie, I believe. It's in the UVersion Bible app and everything. It's called Four Plus One. And um, so I'm looking forward to working through that. It has a little bit of Old Testament, a little bit of New Testament every day, uh, which is helpful. I don't know about you guys, but when I get to those chapters as that have like multiple names listed. And we know that all of Scripture was inspired, all of Scripture is trustworthy, true, and relevant for faith and practice. And yet when your daily reading consists only of who was the patriarch of what family, um, it could feel a bit cumbersome. So I appreciate the four plus one Bible reading plan because it um, has Old and New Testament uh, every day and the Psalm as well. So far as goals, I want to read 30 books this year. Um, I, me and my wife are going to be welcoming our first child in this May, so that is a huge goal right now, of just learning everything I can about discipling my family, um, but also trusting God's process of discipling young minds, and I'm, I'm really excited. Me and my wife, Lacey, are so excited that we'll be having a baby girl sometime in May.
2: So uh, yeah, Ben, I have set some like personal goals uh, for the year, and uh, like maybe some family goals. One of the things I want to work on for myself this year is just developing better habits, better healthy habits, and um, being in school. It's kind of hard sometimes. My schedule's so busy that I haven't, at least this past year, didn't take much time for myself. And uh, trying to work on that, have a healthy balance, and just physically like take care of my health. And so I've set some goals in that way. My wife and I have we're trying to just be better about some things um, with our schedules and just prioritizing one another. Um, Every year, my wife and I pick a word that uh, we're going to hopefully strive for this year in the the new year that will kind of characterize our whole year. And so one of those goals for me is being more intentional uh, this year with my friendships, being more intentional in my marriage and parenting. And I've set some kind of good, healthy goals to be able to do that. Um Megan and I want to travel more. Uh you guys know that sometimes it's hard to get away on weekends because uh you know Sunday is a work day for us and we prioritize that and I think it's good that we do so. But uh, just taking more time as a family to get away when we can and travel. One of the things Megan and I want to do this year is to visit some places in our country that we've not been to before and uh, trying to just, you know, work out schedules and try to do to do that. Um, as far as like as a pastor, um, this maybe is a cliche thing, but I really want to be a better pastor this year. I want to be a better shepherd. Um, and I think I spent personally spent too much time uh, in 2023 um, trying to be a better preacher. And that's certainly not a wrong thing. Right. We want to be better communicators of God's word. But I really want to be a, she- a more, more of a shepherd uh, this year and a better shepherd and just involving myself in my people's lives more than I have uh, maybe in previous years. And so that just gets back to just trying to be intentional um, with my family and myself and uh, with our church. And so some broad goals um, that hopefully later this year when we come back and have uh, another podcast episode, maybe a check in episode, we'll uh, share a little bit more about some of the things that we're able to do and places we're able to go. and. Just want to be more intentional this year.
3: It's a hard thing following up Mike Hollis, but I'll say, you know, in terms of goals uh, and this is just a little teaser, we're going to have a blog post that comes out that includes our reading list and plans to read the Bible and some things like that next Tuesday. So you're listening to this on Friday and, uh or maybe after Friday, I don't know, uh, maybe our podcast is not your first listen as soon as it drops, but uh I'm excited about some things that are uh, coming up. I, like Dustin, I'm I'm going to be using a Bible reading plan that covers several different books over the course of one day. Um, One of the things, this isn't necessarily as much of a goal for me, but uh, I challenged the young people in our church uh, a couple of Wednesdays ago in terms of setting resolutions and that sort of thing uh, to to do spiritual resolutions, but to have a personal spiritual resolution as well as a, uh, a resolution within the local church uh, that might be serving better. It might be being on time to service uh, more frequently, you, you know, just giving different opportunities. But I found that to be good to focus not only on your own personal uh, relationship with God, but also um, focusing in on the the corporate aspect of our faith as well. Um, I'm excited about this new year. One thing that's happening in my family that will be new is uh, our oldest, Duke, will be old enough to play t-ball. And so I'm going to be uh, an assistant coach, which is going to be interesting. I imagine I will have a struggle with losing my cool with three-year-olds that are playing t-ball. Uh, but anyway i'm I'm excited about that looking for i'll have to take uh some tips from from coach Hollis here on uh best practices when it comes to coaching a ball team and i
1: i think so, so is they, that a prayer request for sanctification
3: yes yes uh it is it is uh, i'll I'll need all the help i can get and you're also there in the public and people know that what i do and so they'll be watching my every move and I'll have to make sure I don't get tossed from any ball games or anything like that. Um, anyway, that's that's what's kind of going on in my year. I've, I've, I'm hoping to read more this year than I've done in previous years. Um, and, and I think this is the last thing I'll say in terms of a goal. Uh, but I, I really want to do well at balancing uh, my work life. I'm using that in air quotes, my work life. Uh, with family life and and pouring into my kids as they get older, uh, they notice more and more when I'm gone and when I'm there. And while they may not keep tabs, I, I know far too many pastors who have neglected their families, and uh, that's not the legacy that I want to leave. So it's something that I've I've felt strongly about lately, and I'm going to do everything in my power to to ensure that that happens.
0: Yeah, that was um, that was one of mine as well. Matt was um so going into 2024 um is uh just different for me and so like I have started counseling school um most people don't even know that I've not really shared much about it I've just kind of kept my head down and kind of the pedal to the metal um but started school this past semester for clinical mental health counseling and so um doing that well and trying to <clears throat> trying to understand the human psyche through the lens of biblical anthropology is uh, quite a daunting task and uh, there's a lot of um interdisciplinary action that I have to do where um I have to take note of scientific evidence for things but also um you know theological uh reasoning in in the process of that so that's been a a huge adjustment for me that's continuing on even in this semester um as far as uh yearly goals i like mike um have set some physical goals i want to make healthier choices want i want to eat and drink cleaner um so one of my kryptonites is water i don't drink a lot of water um you guys all have water bottles like i'm i i'm over here drinking a cup of tea and so like, I don't, I don't drink water bottles that much. Um, I need to drink water more. Um, <laughs> so um, wanting to drink some, you know, have some good hydration there. Uh, some more cleaning, clean eating habits um, for sure. I want to like make some time to go to the gym this year. Um, I was doing that a lot at the beginning of last year and fell off the wagon. And so um, want to do that. Um going to study um a couple books in depth uh this year in scripture, hoping to look at Colossians um and possibly Philemon as well. Um, but just uh kind of journal and uh you know as I study those topics. Um more than anything what I want to be is an intentional parent um to my children. Um I this year, like my, my kids are old enough to know where dad is and what he's doing now. Um, My youngest will be four in March and my oldest will be nine in August. And so like, I want to make sure that, that they know that dad is with them. I want to try to do something with them um, at least every, every so often, you know, once a quarter, once every couple months or something, just to show them that like that dad is invested in their life, wants to know what's going on in their life um, and show them love in that way. So, um, so that they can know that like, there's, there's more to life than just work and, um, and parenting and, uh, you know, like that life doesn't have to be as distracting as we make it. So, um, yeah, so those are some sort of things, um, emotionally, honestly, like I'm, I'm having, I'm, I'm wanting to take a good control of my emotions. And, um, I literally said this last night at church during our Bible study but like emotions are God given, but they need a place. And so, um, so I'm, I'm wanting to place my emotions where they need to go. Know what, know what I know to be true and then trust the Lord and what I don't know. Um, and so that's, that's a big goal for me this year.
1: That's excellent, Ben. I, I appreciate it. just hearing from everyone. You know, we, Ultimately, all rely on the grace of God and His strength that He provides every day, Uh, not only in a strength that enables us to walk with Him, but it sustains us through the journey. Uh, One of my favorite images in in the scriptures is that of walking. You know, the Greek word is peripateo, and uh, to walk about, to walk around. And that's really kind of this relationship with God. It's, It's just a journey. And so it's it's encouraging to hear from each of you guys about just where you're at and what are some of your goals for this year and uh, what you would like to do. And what I, what I see in all of that, in all three of you guys, is an embodiment of our three values, uh, that we're wanting to be humble, honest, genuine, and sincere. So we hope that uh, we will all model that as we move forward this year with the podcast and with the um, with a blog,
0: yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's good to uh, just recap and and kind of renew a sense of of urgency of what we're called to do um, and um, who we're called to be. And so, uh, any concluding thoughts from you guys before we hop off here?
2: Just for the record, Mister Mauser, I will say there's not much difference between uh, coaching toddlers and coaching middle school students. So
3: uh, <laughs> I'll be happy to. <laughs> That's I was,
0: about to, <laughs> I was about to say man like i i've coached i've coached my oldest team for the last three or four years and uh it's uh it's pretty
3: much all just uh like herding cats yeah i think probably the only difference is um is body odor between three-year-olds and middle <laughs> schoolers Uh, That would be my guess. I was going to make one note just because I feel more strongly about this than ever is. uh, I was glad to hear. uh, I think all of you guys mentioned something about physical fitness this year. uh, and That's something I'm uh, taking way more seriously prioritizing because I think it's good physically. uh, It's good mentally Mm -hmm. and uh, it is really helpful. So anyway.
2: Yeah. I think there's a, like I told our church uh, last night that, Part of what I think as a church we ought to focus on, but like individually, I'm focusing on is I want to be self-giving. I want to give more of myself to others this year, uh, to my family, to my church. And I know that you know it goes without saying. I'm a pastor, and so I should be giving more to my church. And but like I think there's something to be said for making sure we take time for ourselves too, not in some selfish way. Like not we're not taking care of ourselves. Always at the expense of every other thing we have to do, but um I'll just be honest, sometimes as a pastor, I take care of others and neglect to take care of myself and so it's good to hear um uh, even you know on the everyday theology team we're we try to take time for ourselves, and physical fitness is a good way to do that um one of the things I'm trying to do, Matt, you shared this on Instagram, and I've been following um is it justin um Earley? and his recommendations he wrote a book on meditation and prioritizing schedules and things and something he said in one of his books has, has been lodged in my brain that uh the habits that we participate in form more than our schedules those those habits form our hearts and so it's good that we we have good habits uh and physically we need to have good habits and good rhythms and and take care of ourselves so uh, even for our dear listeners you know please be sure Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, you know, we are total people. And so we have to take care of ourselves in, in every way. And that's not only good for you, but it glorifies the Lord. And, and it's uh, something we ought to invest a little more time in.
1: Uh, perhaps what did you bringing four and anthropology to our conversational self care and goals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, uh, theological truths for everyday believers, man. <laughs>
0: I uh, I just bought Early's book, Mike Habits of How- of the Household, and I'm hoping to to read that this year. Um, so I, I'm interested. I'm glad to hear you in- endorse some of his stuff because I've never heard of him before.
3: I've been following him for a while now and have been really impressed with the uh, kind of the merging of like okay, let's be. People of good habits, but it's not from a secular standpoint. It's from a biblical uh, perspective, which I find to be really helpful. He's got some good uh, for next year. Keep in mind, he has some good Christmas liturgies for families. Mm. Uh, so, so lots of good materials out there.
2: He has a lot to offer for the family too. So perhaps our listeners can look into some of his resources. Not that we would endorse perhaps everything, but uh, he has a lot of good things to say about developing good habits and spending time with family and uh, emotional health. And so
1: hoping the best for our listeners this year. Absolutely. And if you guys don't have any other further thoughts, I'd like to close us out today just with a reflection from Numbers chapter 6. You know this as the priestly prayer. This is our prayer for you that are listening to us. The word of the Lord says, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and may he give you his peace. We hope these truths have reached you for your good and for God's glory. We look forward to connecting with you on the blog on Tuesday. And then next Friday, we'll be back again for a fresh new episode here on the Everyday Theology podcast.